Welcome. This is Crime Noir, a true crime podcast telling our stories. And I'm your host, Candace, and this is Case 6, The Murder of Chinks Drugs. Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash crime noir and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash crime noir. So I chose today's case because I was a fan of Ching's drugs before he died, and I'm still kind of sad that he passed away. Well, he was actually murdered, but we'll definitely talk about that once I get into the facts of the case. And I just kind of wanted to, you know, bring it to the forefront. I'm not exactly sure how many people know about Ching's drugs, so I definitely want to use my platform to make more people aware of him and maybe go stream his music or whatever. This case is not like um, the traditional cases I usually do. I usually do non-celebrities and cases that are not covered in the media. Although this case wasn't as big as like a Nipsey or Biggie or whatever, it was still, he still was a celebrity and a celebrity adjacent. So this one is a little bit more high profile. Well, I would say a lot more high profile than the other cases I've covered. Before I get into today's episode, I would like to give a trigger warning that although this episode doesn't feature explicit language, it does talk about mature content. Listener discretion is advised. So let's just get to some facts. Lionel Pickens was born on December 1983. Um, his stage name was Chinks Drugs, and then it just went to Chinks. He is a rapper from Queens, New York. He was discovered in a group called Rockaway Riot Squad with Stack Bundles. They were very, very close friends. People best know Chinks for his association with French Montana and the Coke Boys. Um, he met French Montana through Max B in 2009. I don't know if y'all know, but Max B is currently doing a bid for a murder. He's been locked up since 2009. He, he was sentenced to 75 years. Most people know of Max B through his association with the Diplomats, particularly Cameron, but when it comes to Diplomats, it's like um, Joel Santana. Y'all know, I'm pretty sure most of y'all know who they are. But after he got out, it seems like he put his energy into music and, you know, wanted to turn his lifestyle around or life, life around. And he just put his energy into music and he made really good music. If you guys haven't heard it, I hope after this episode it inspires you guys to go listen to it because he really has some dope cuts. In 2009, that's when he started first releasing music. Um, he released like a trilogy of mixtapes called Hurry Up and Die. He uh, released Hurry Up and Die Volume 1, Hurry Up and Die Volume 2, and Hurry Up and Die Volume 3. And that was like, you know, right after each other, I guess. He also had a couple more mixtapes. I believe I counted 14 mixtapes. So you can see he was definitely committed to working on his craft and making this music thing work. So, yeah. I read somewhere that Chinks was considered for XXL um, freshman class at one point. I'm not exactly sure why he didn't get it in the year that he was considered for it, but I'll just tell y'all who was on the list and y'all decide. Dej Loaf was on the list, Fetty Wap, Gold Link, K-Camp, OG Mako, Rory, Shy Glizzy, Tink, 
Vince Stables and Kid Kid. And I guess hearing that list, I just don't understand why he couldn't have made it. But I guess it just is what it is. He was also married um, at the time he passed. He was married to a woman named Janelli. And I've watched some interviews of her. And I just think she comes across as extremely sweet and strong. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know how I would be able to have the decorum she has displayed during this ordeal. Um, I know there was like a little bit of controversy when he passed regarding her because um, another woman by the name of Malika, I don't know if you guys know who she is, but she's one of Khloe Kardashian's best friends, came forward and said she was dating him. So that was, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, that was a little weird to me, but she still displayed grace, in my opinion, throughout that ordeal. So she just seems like a, a pleasant woman and she seems extremely strong for their children that they had and he did have some children and he seemed like a very active father um in his kid's life so it's just sad that he was tragically taken away from us his first album released after he passed which was called um his album was called welcome to jfk and this released later in 2015 and i'm gonna be honest y'all it has some bangers on there my personal favorite song is um thug love featuring jeremiah i played that song at least 100 times already uh, after he passed, another album also came out. Um, it was called Le- Legends Never Die, and this came out in 2016. That also has a banger on it. For Chinks to be like kind of underground, he had worked with a lot of artists in the industry. He worked with Nipsey Hussle on a song called Hey Fool, which it's actually kind of eerie considering that they're both dead now. And in the song, Nipsey talks about if he gets caught slipping that he would want like his friends or his family to put his daughter in his will for him and also move smarter and build for him, which is the epitome of what Nipsey Hussle was. He also worked with Jeremiah, Bobby Smurda, Little Dirk, Ty Dolla Sign, Chrisette Michelle, Stack Bundles, Movado, Jada Kiss. Actually, one of my favorite songs of um, Chinks is featuring Jada Kiss and it's called Dope House. It's a banger, it's a bop, y'all. So unfortunately, Chinks was murdered on May 17th, 2015, when he was le- uh, leaving a hookah lounge with his friend. Um, as he was driving his Porsche, a person started shooting in the car and Chinks was hit. And the person he was riding with uh, was also hit. Luckily, um, the perpetrators were arrested. Quincy Homore and Jamar Hill were arrested for the murder of Chinks in December 2017. So this is where it gets crazy for me because apparently Quincy and Chinks were incarcerated together at some point in September 2009. And this is when Chinks got incarcerated for a parole violation. And while they both were incarcerated, they had a fight or some type of altercation. Police are unsure of what caused the fight, but it appears that Chinks took the W. And as a result, Quincy kind of went of revenge and kind of let that chip on his shoulder fester into some like serious like beef. So after that incident happened, I guess they started kind of beefing again. Um, A few years later at a Chinks performance in South Garden Hall in Philly on April 24, 2015, yet another fight occurred which left Quincy being blacklisted by other rap stars. This is according to XXL, y'all. And NYPD says that's when they believe Quincy was triggered to get revenge on Chinks because of this prior incident. 
And then a few weeks later, Quincy was able to find Chink's location by a flyer on Instagram. See, this is why people, you will have no idea who's watching you or stalking you on Instagram. You could think like everything is cool and people just watching your location, especially if they have some beef with you. That is just so crazy to me. Chinks was going to be at a club called Club Red Wolf in Brooklyn, and he was doing some hosting gig, just trying to get some money. So Quincy followed Chinks until he stopped at a red light. Then he fired a 9mm handgun into Chinks' Porsche, which killed him. Chinks was shot 15 times. And then his friend that was in the car with him as well, Antar Alzadi, don't know if that's how you say his name. His uh, rap name is, I think, Cheese Man or Yeah Man Cheese, something like that. I've never, I had never heard of who that was. He was also struck, but he survived. He was shot twice in the back. But I think I read some somewhere that both of um, Antar's lungs collapsed. So it is kind of a blessing that he is still here. Whew, that's so crazy to me. So the guys who killed Chinks, if they're convicted, they both are facing 25 years to life. And yeah, and one of them, Jamar, is actually in talks for a plea deal as of 2018. I really haven't seen any more updates um, as of late regarding this case. And I'm actually quite interested to see what the terms of his plea bargain are, because I wonder if that means he'll have to like snitch on Quincy to get a shorter sentence, which is most likely what it'll have to be. But I'm definitely going to be keeping tabs on this because I'm really sad that he was murdered so violently and it's just crazy how somebody can let a beef from 10 years ago, you know, fester so much to the point that they want to take your life. As far as theories go, I really don't have any just because this case is kind of open and shut. Um, I just would like to talk about how I think it's crazy how people can let their jealousy fester instead of grinding harder to get what they want. And it's a shame that like Chinks was trying to make something of his life and someone took him away over some petty, what we know is petty. I mean, all the facts aren't out because it is an investigation and they haven't gone to trial yet. But from what has been reported in the news, it seems seemingly petty. And it's crazy to me that someone will risk their own freedom just to spite somebody else because they couldn't stand to seeing them shine and take them away from their children. It's just completely ridiculous to me. And I'm sick of seeing stuff like this on the news, like especially like what just happened with Nipsey Hussle. I mean, he had a bright future and was doing things for his community and some loser lowlife still decided to take his life away. So it's just sad to me when things like this happen because... You know, when you see somebody else's success, it should motivate you to want to be successful, not for you to want to take their lives away. And I know like um, during the investigation before they actually had arrested the perpetrators that there were early reports that police were looking at connections between Chinks' murder and Stack Bundles. Um, even Stack Bundles' brother, Ronald Ulmer, don't know if I'm saying his name wrong, right? But I apologize if I am not. And his sister as well also believe at some point that Chinks and Stack Bundles' murder was connected. Uh, Ronald believed that because the person um, got away with Stack Bundles' murder, that it's only a matter of time before they strike again. And I don't know if I believe it was connected. The police haven't said anything, but I can't. I think it's a plausible theory to explore. And I do know from what I was reading on the internet that um, police did 
at some point entertained the theory that, you know, Stack Bundles and Chink's murder are connected. Just for a little bit of background, Stack Bundles was also a rapper. His real name is Raekwon Elliott, and he was murdered on June 11, 2007. He was shot once in the head and once on the neck as he entered the lobby of his far Rockaway building. At the time of his murder, he was with a friend and going back to his house. His friend then parted ways with him in the lobby, and then a couple seconds later, his friend heard shots and ran back. From there, he found bundles bleeding a few steps away from his apartment, and then he passed away. And all of Bundle's possessions, to include his wallet, cash, and credit cards, were still on him. The only thing that was missing was one of his medallions, and to this day, this case remains unsolved. To me, it sounds like it was a hit, but I know nothing about it, and that is something I might want to cover in the future. Some other notable rappers that have been murdered, and these are in no particular order... Uh, Biggie and Tupac, you guys know this one, I'm pretty sure. Um, Depending on who you ask, these cases are quote-unquote solved, meaning they know who did it. They just cannot be held responsible for whatever reason. There's plenty of speculation about who killed um, Biggie, who killed Tupac. I mean, I feel like these cases have been discussed ad nauseum. Uh, Jam Master J was also murdered. His case remains unsolved. Magnolia Shorty was killed. Her case remains unsolved. Extension um, was murdered. His case is revolving, I guess, or still going on, but they do have suspects in custody. Big L was murdered. His case was unsolved. Soldier Slim was solved. Well, kind of. The suspect was arrested, but nobody would testify against him. And then the suspect himself was murdered. So depending on who you ask, that's kind of solved. Mac Dre is also unsolved. Dobie was murdered, but his case is solved. Bankroll Fresh was murdered, and his case is kind of solved, unsolved. Uh, rapper No Plug admitted that he shot Bankroll Fresh in self-defense, and no charges were filed against him via the police so that's a little weird but yeah otf nunu who is little dirk's cousin was murdered a couple years ago his case remains solved and of course we have nipsey hustle and his case is solved so yeah at some point i plan on covering uh more of these unsolved cases of rappers um, after his death, there was a foundation um, created in his legacy. It's called the Lionel Pickens Foundation. It's a nonprofit organization geared towards youth empowerment and families coping with the loss of family members to street violence. When um, they do go to trial for Chinks' murder or they plea out, I will definitely update the podcast and keep you guys informed on what's going on. So, yeah, that wraps up the case for today, and let's just get into some noir news. As I talked about last week, the Malia Davis disappearance has just really taken uh, just a, a turn for the worse. I saw a press conference uh, that the mother did with Quincy X, I believe is his name, and she was talking about, or he was talking on her behalf about how... She found uh, pictures of another man, of Daron, who, Darian, who is the main suspect in Malia's disappearance, and that triggered a fight between them, and that she broke up with him because of this, 
and that there was abuse that Malia, um, possibly sexual abuse that Malia experienced at the hands of her boyfriend, and she did nothing about it, and she didn't report it to police. Are y'all kidding me? Are y'all kidding me? If your baby, if you suspect your baby is being abused by your boyfriend and the the straw that bro- broke the camel's back is that he might be gay, how does your homophobia outweigh your child's abuse? That makes no sense. Lock her up. Lock her up. I'm not even gonna kid I'm not even gonna kid y'all. She she's not as guilty as him because I, I don't believe she murdered her child but I do believe Malia is dead unfortunately I just think she should go to jail too because if you know your child or even suspect your child is being sexually abused by your boyfriend it is your responsibility to step in and that is the bottom line that is the bottom line period and too many black children are being thrown away by the the wayside because their mom don't want to be without a man they ain't watching them they ain't doing nothing like that and now these little girls these little boys are being molested and damaged for the rest of their life or their life is being taken away because their mom wanted a man or their their uh, fathers wanted to go out and have some drinks and let them out left them alone unsupervised with somebody creepy unacceptable so furthermore the stepdad or the mom's boyfriend has been arrested and charged for um tampering with evidence and i think they said that they found blood in his car i know they saw him walking out on surveillance with a trash bag and a clothespin in a um laundry basket which to me sounds guilty who carries a trash bag out in a, a laundry basket who does that no one does that. He's guilty. This case reminds me of Relisha Rudd, and I, the similarities are there. Mom entrusts somebody that she shouldn't. Sexual abuse signs there, does nothing about it. Daughter disappears. No one can find him. Are y'all? This is just completely deplorable. I'm sick of seeing stories like this. It gets under my skin, and I hope this little girl is found alive. And if she is found alive, please get her away from these negative people in her life that don't care about her safety. It's just disgusting to me. I'm sorry I'm ranting about this, but I feel very passionate about protecting our children and doing the best that we can. And now I understand why my parents wouldn't let me sleep, uh, go over sleepovers to anybody's house. I understand that. I truly do. And this brings me to my last story, which is very similar to Malia's. Noriah Brown was a 17-month-old who was also sexually assaulted by somebody her mother entrusted and as a result of her injury she died and this took place in Virginia so I feel personally attacked by this because this is my hometown this is my state I grew up here and again I hate to see tragedies like this a 17 month old tragically sexually assaulted to the point that she dies of her injuries by the mom's boyfriend Lock him up and throw away the key. And moms need to, okay, I'll give the mom a tad bit of grace because she did say she's known this person since they were in the fourth grade and they had started dating um, about a year ago. And so she trusted him. And I understand how manipulation and grooming can occur. 
But I just feel that we need to protect the babies. A 17-month-old lost her life to sexual violence. Disgusting. And that wraps up Noir News. And before I completely wrap up, I want to just encourage everybody, if they see something happening with the babies or if the babies are acting different, Talk to them. Get to the bottom of it. Make sure you're tapping in with your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, anything like that. Just talk to the babies about it. You never know what could be going on. And that just wraps up today's episode, you guys. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to another episode of Crime Noir. Please be sure to continue to like, share, and subscribe to Crime Noir. We're on Instagram at Crime Noir the Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Crime X Noir. And I just appreciate you guys for listening, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>